Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bitly and Murata Mornings, Social Studies. Brought to you by CarolHasTheFires.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Oh, 9 o'clock on this Sarah Palooza Friday. I love this song. This is a great song. Great pick, Jordan. This is from. What is this? This is from the John Wick soundtrack, I believe. Are you serious? Yeah. It is funny. You ever hear one of our rejoin songs, but like that's in the built in rejoins or open or something like that in the wild? It's like, yeah, throws you off. Yeah. What's the heck's going on? Yeah, you're like, I have to go do my update. These were just production tracks. Right. Uh, It's time for some social studies. What do you got for us today, Sarah? Oh, we've got some sons. We've got some Steve Kime. And we've got some songs on this very song heavy Friday here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. I am Sarah Cazell with Vince Murata. Tim uh, Ring. I almost called you Tim Bickley. Tim Ring is in Tim for Dan Bickley. Bickley. Tim. Love that dude. Bickley. And of course, what is up? Jarrett Carlin here, You're- too. I mean, how could you get them confused? Dan's a middle-aged white guy from <laughs> Chicago Stop. who Stop. has a loud obnoxious... Anyway. I, wow. Should have stopped went after there. the Chicago event. Jarrett went there, yeah. Uh, no, I'm just they so are used very to similar. saying Dan Bickley and Vince Murata. Did you guys... We're not similar. Well, did you, did you guys live in the Midwest at the same time? Of course. We, worked, you, in the, we worked in the Chicago media. So you knew each time. other back then? We did not. No, we did oh, not okay. cross paths okay. that much. Dan was just a lowly writer at the time oh. where I was a major television producer. No. He wasn't in uh, your stratosphere. Yes. Tim, I was, Tim has TV in his Twitter I was name. a lowly television producer and did not meet Dan when he was writing for the Sun-Times. Okay. Uh, but Dan was up and coming at the time. I mean, Dan would be the first person to tell you. Dan was covering uh, he was covering high school basketball and some other stuff at the time. Okay. So he was... Uh, we were both up and coming. Hell, we were both in our look 20s. At you. Look at you now. And look do at you, us now. Do you think you're going to make it, Tim? We, we both, we, we both Did you didn't, make it? We both didn't make it back to Chicago. <laughs> no, oh, we're, both, right. we're both very happy out here. Good. You should be. Very we're happy, happy to have you here. <laughs> All right, let's get into the Phoenix Suns. Uh, our, our social studies questions every single day go on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata, courtesy of Jarrett Carlin. And we're starting with this open-ended question about the Suns. How would you handle the starters playing time for the last two? games of the season. Yes, we have talked about it a few times uh, this week, but now there are just two games left and they've won seven in a row. What do you guys think? Street clothes for everybody. Everybody? Let's see the latest Kevin Durant black hoodie. No, after what I you want to see, you want to see several Lees playing in this game. Yeah, right. <laughs> Damian, Saban, Sarah Lee, <laughs> Getty Lee. <laughs> Bruce Lee. Yes. I think many other leagues. I want to see Kevin Durant looking like he's coming off the boat in an Old Spice commercial again. Oh. The blue, the blue, yeah. the, the blue little skull cap yes. and the uh, blue pea coat. Um, Absolutely. I, I'm with I, I'm with Kellen Olson. In fact, if you heard the post game show last night, I Kel, I had not even read Kellen's column yet. I said the exact same thing. It's almost like if that's the effort and mindset we're going to get out of the starters that we saw last night, just shut them down. Because they're not getting better as a team, which yes. would be the reason to play them and take advantage of these last few games. Uh-huh. So if that's what we're going to get from a mindset and an edge, then just shut it down. Shut it down. All right. Shut it down, young Kill man. Kill the power. <laughs> that's what Daylight Films is saying. He, uh, a la Dan Bickley, is saying, go full zombie sons. I want to see anyone of import out there. Sandra Day O'Clobber 
says it's a double-edged catch-22. That's my first time hearing it that way. Players started resting because they were getting hurt, and now they're getting hurt because of rest. It doesn't matter. It's in the hands of the basketball gods and referee assignments now. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great line. Ray Moore says play them all tonight, then have them play a half on Sunday against the Clippers. They're about to have a week of rest anyway. Chris wants to see all starters benched. Kyler's study buddy says play everyone tonight, try to beat the Lakers and keep them in the play-in tournament. Then on Sunday against the Clippers, rest everybody so the Clippers win and get the first round matchup against the Suns. All right. Kyler's study buddy putting a lot of thought into that one. We appreciate that. Let's get to our Steve Keim question. Uh, We've a couple times, I believe, discussed his appearance on a podcast with Chris Long. Right, It was a green light podcast, I believe Mm -hmm. it was called, uh, with a former NFL player. Open-ended. What were the best and worst personnel moves that Steve Keim made during his time as Cardinals GM? Ooh, the best has got to be the Carson Palmer trade. Carson Palmer, correct? Yep. Kind of the... the move that started the whole thing, that was in his first first season as the general manager after he took over. Uh, the hiring of Bruce Arians, pretty good one. On the flip side, Hopkins trade, uh, the drafting of Tyron Matthew. Those are on the, the good side. Round. Good yeah. side, yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, bad side, I hate to keep piling on Robert Kimdichie, although wasn't all that impactful either way, but that was not a great draft pick. Josh Rosen? Rosen Josh Rosen? The Josh Rosen thing. Josh to Rose, move up Rosen? to take Josh, Ro- Josh Rosen? Or Josh Rosen? Yeah, that's a, that was a bad yeah, that was a bad decision. Josh Rosen can't play. So they miss, they traded up to get the guy, had a bail after a year, but then as it played out, Josh Rosen can't play a lick and again, in this league. And again, it wasn't all so they that got it wrong. future impactful, but that same offseason, the signing of Sam Bradford. Mm. Yeah. I know you're desperate for a quarterback, but <laughs> right. there's a there's a lot. I, I want to hear what other people yeah. understand this. Uh, Carson Palmer was the most popular response for best move that Steve Kye made as Cardinals GM. Luke Russo says worst move was pushing out Bruce Arians. Perhaps speculative, depending on who you are. The real Brad Stallings says the best move he made was swallowing his pride and drafting Kyler Murray after the mess he made with Josh Rosen the year before. Uh, Apache Jedi Bear says the DeAndre Hopkins robbery, he calls it, was the best move he made. Uh, but then not being able to keep Hassan Reddick and Christian Kirk were his big mess ups. Josh Rosen again from Tommy. Foggy Sack Jones says, I know, I will look back fondly on the Steve Keim era because of the abundance of homegrown talent on the roster. They were loaded with players that they drafted and developed. All of the best ones stuck around and are very happy to be here. One from Denny that said the worst was the development of Hassan Reddick and decision to let him walk. Not good. Or is that the best was the d- development of Hassan The development Reddick? and then the worst was letting him walk? I think maybe the lack of development. That's not earlier. Well, that's not on Steve Yeah, that's Kime. true. Yeah. I mean. Uh, 
And then Iron Kitten says getting J.J. Watt was the best move and getting Kyler Murray was the worst. Ooh. Very controversial. Iron Kitten. Yes. Uh, We don't have time to get to our final question, do we? No. But mock my world update. Very close. It is super close. Yesterday we drafted fictional characters from baseball movies and it's real close. But Tim Ring, you are in the lead right now with 29% of the vote. Ricky Vaughn, Kelly Leak, Benny the Jet Rodriguez, and Tanner Boyle. Uh, Vince, you're in second with 26%. After my online groveling for support. (laughs) That's right. Jarrett, you're in third with 24%. I completely accept that I am in last, but still with 21%. Yeah, very rare that all four have 20% or more, though. I don't campaign. I'm like Monty Williams. <laughs> no campaign the last year. I don't no campaign. campaign. <laughs> you don't need to campaign when you're in first place. I think when you believe in your team and you think you're being disrespected, I'm, you need to let the people know. Kelly Leak was not a great character. I'm sorry. He was a punk kid. <laughs> he ran on the You two players from the same movie, hey, didn't you? you so what? He's a great character. <laughs> also, the talent weighs into this decision. The guy was a ball player. I think we've all like Wild Thin Vaughn. I can't believe none of us picked Nuke Lelouch. We should all lose for that. Right. That character was... No, I, I factor in ability to play the game on my team. I, I, okay? I, I factor in a pitcher who could throw a baseball. I drafted a dog. <laughs> and you drafted a dog. Wait, Tim Robbins. Plus, you can't. You get Tanner Boyle as value pick in the fourth round? Come on, I got man. Crash Davis in the third. Yeah, that was. A, I, I thought you were going to run away with it, Vinny, to be I, honest. I did, too. There's still time to vote. Maybe I'm just unlikable. On Twitter, at Bickley <laughs> underscore Murata. Well, that is absolutely How dare you? Don't you dare say that about yourself. Very likable, Vince Murata. There's still people time like you. <laughs> to vote on Twitter. Uh, thank you, Sarah. Thanks, Thanks everybody who chimed in on social studies. Coming up yes. next, uh, it's that time of the year if you're a college basketball basketball fan get out your roster from last year and a big black sharpie to cross out everybody's name apparently portal it, combat it can <laughs> portal combat continues i like that tim it's next here on uh, bickley Murata mornings on arizona sports the local sports leader bickley and Murata mornings arizona sports the local sports leader Again, just judging from body language and reaction, apparently this is a Sarah Gazelle bop. What is this? Blow the whistle. I too short. Oh, you wanted me to play this for song of the day. We were, oh, yeah, when, when we, were we were talking, talking about refereeing. Referees, but I couldn't find one that didn't have a million leaps on it. So this yeah. is the one that doesn't, it's just the instrument. Good, Good pull, Jarrett. Sarah Palooza oh. continues. Can you, right now, Tim Ring, in for Dan Bickley today, name three members of the Arizona State men's basketball team? Not anymore. <laughs> Bluff! Uh, this is, there's an epidemic in college basketball right now. I, you know, football's not nearly as bad, uh, but this is this pretty is pretty bad. This is getting. Uh, for, I mean, you, you throw out these numbers. Oh, there's over a thousand kids in the portal. I mean, that's fine. I mean, say two thousand, say three thousand. It doesn't matter. All I know is every it's it's happening at ASU, but it's happening all over the country. These coaches have to rebuild their roster each and every year. Well, there's it, no way to build a program. It's no way to establish continuity. No way to establish relationships with the fan base and the season ticket holders, where every November you have to show up and say, okay, who's on the team this year? The whole thing sucks. All of that, what you just said, I agree. As a college basketball fan, if you are one, all those ingredients lead to suck. 
where it's conflicting for people, and I put myself in this category, is I hate that aspect of it, but I can't blame any of the kids, any of the athletes for seeking other opportunity that might be better for them for a number of reasons. And I'll get into those reasons in a second, but it must be April because Dick Vitale is making it an April thing to comment on the transfer portal. Last year, last April, he said on Twitter, pathetic, pathetic with the transfer portal. (laughs) I was going to do the whole thing in his voice, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, What the transfer portal is doing to college sports. How is this chaos and cheating going on? Uh, great lessons for young people to develop values needed for the game of life. Quitting lack of loyalty is what's happening. Traits that destroy people as they face the real world. Uh, this year, just yesterday, Dick Vitale chimed in again on Twitter. Now in the transfer portal, the wild, wild west gets wackier every day. Ryan Nemhart, Creighton. Jaime Jaquez, UCLA. I think he's going to the draft. Ace Baldwin, VCU Player of the Year in the Atlantic 10. Tyler Perry, uh, who gave us Medea, by the way, but also the North Texas Player of the Year in Conference USA. Over 1,100 in the portal. The NCAA had no idea when they approved this chaos. Followed that up with... No one can ever convince me this chaos is good for the college game. The instability in the game is scary, as many coaches have told me in private. They can't claim uh, and constantly moan about it as it would hurt recruiting. And I agree with that point, too. But then go back to the player's viewpoint. And just Coaches first, can leave. I, I, yes, I, but the first guy that came to mind in the transfer portal from ASU, Enoch Boachi. Big player, post player, was highly recruited, considered a coup. When he landed at ASU, saw his playing time decrease substantially because of a transfer portal player in Warren Washington coming in, barely got off the bench. He's seeking opportunity to play. For others, it's the opportunity to get paid, to maximize their college athletic experience, to cash in on it. Devin Cambridge, the latest, and it might be NIL-related. Devin Cambridge said last week, let's run it back, ASU. And yesterday he says, you know what, I'm entering my name in the portal to continue my future somewhere. It might be financially related. Devin Cambridge is not going to make a big-time NBA salary. I don't think. I'm so sure he's got to cash in now. And I'm sure it is NIL related because what changed from him deciding to let's run it back at ASU? I don't think... He decided he didn't want to play for Bobby Hurley in the last 10 days or he didn't want to play in Tempe. No, I'm sure somebody reached out to him or his parents and offered him a bag, as the kids like to say. Could Devin Cambridge get a bag? Not to be disrespectful, but do we really think that he would make a lot of money in an NIL deal? I don't, I mean, probably more than maybe he could make at Arizona State. Well, he yeah. does have, he, maybe, maybe. he does highlight potential because he's a dynamic dunker. He's had some of the best dunks in college basketball over the last three or four he's years. A, he's a so productive like, player. I mean, sir, is he going to make a million dollars? No, but I mean. Is he in danger of losing playing time next year? I don't think so. That, no. that could be another reason where it's like, I need to go somewhere where I can play so that I can make a big NIL somewhere. I mean, he started 35 games last year, and with what else has happened, I mean, DJ Horn, he's gone, and I don't think, I, I think that door is closed behind him. I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're an SEC <laughs> yeah. school and you've got a budget, right, because your collective has funded your basketball program with said budget, so you have an assistant coaching staff or a coaching staff says, okay, we've got X amount of dollars to spend on our roster for next year. And that staff says, okay, who can we get? Somebody might look at Devin Cambridge and say, you know what, you're the perfect fit for our our team next year. Yeah. Maybe as a starter, maybe as a six man. Versatile athletic defender. Right. 
And, and they may know all about you because you played at Auburn. Cambridge did. Mm-hmm. Heck, hell, it, it could be Auburn calling him and saying, come back. We've got $200,000 for you to play next year here. We need you back. Could be Bruce Pearl. Watch, we'll see where he ends up. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, he knows already where he's going. That's my guess. Is that somebody Me? reached out offering? Eh. I'm not positive on that. Okay, we'll see. This, I, mean, I guess we'll never the, know. But the, I, the football example that we just went through at ASU was Ladarius Henderson, who put his name in the transfer portal and like hours later was photographed in Ann Arbor, Michigan. He knew where he was going. I, right. I, I think this is the exact same situation. Okay, you, you and, might be right. And the reason here's here's the reason being. I understand what you're saying. Some kids might say, "Hey, let me put myself on the market and then watch the bids." I could be a free agent. Yeah, but see because, what I can get. because Cambridge didn't do that. Said, "Let's run it back," and then changed his mind. Makes me think that there is a specific school, a specific coach, and a specific offer that came his way that made him change his mind. Might be right. And I'm not saying the next day he's going to show up on campus at you know school X and wearing the colors because yeah. that that with Michigan and Henderson that was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think he entered the portal from Ann Arbor, I th- and I'm right. not even joking. I think you're right. No, I I had a listener tweet to me like days before that news came out. Ladarius Henderson is going to Michigan, and everybody knows it. And by everybody, in quotations, everybody in, on under the, the surface. Yeah. His entering the portal was like that Grandpa Simpson gif at the brothel where he just walks in and out. Yeah. He was Takes already, his hat off, does a U-turn. Yep. Well, that's what a commitment <laughs> to a college athletic program is now. You walk in, you walk out. I said it earlier. It used to be a four-year commitment, and I'm, I'm not going to sit here and, and scream, get off my lawn, that it needs to be that way again. But now it's a four-month commitment, basically. It's just, my, 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 I, just being around college basketball for a long time, and covering it, and, and I understand it, Vince, because you, you can't you can't have the kids who aren't getting playing time allowed to leave, but the starters like, no, you're doing really well here, and it'll be really bad to your coach and fan base for you to leave, so you have to stay. Can't have two sets of rules. Yeah. But college basketball players, even more so than football players, there's always something going on. You know, it's either the, the the offense sucks or the coach sucks or I don't like the co- I don't like the playing time here. Or I'm not going to get drafted playing with you idiots. I mean, there's always something <laughs> with college basketball. Players players. You know, I don't like the facilities. I don't like the conference. You know, it's, My mom has a burner text uh, Twitter account and has uh, burned bridges on the way out. I can't come, I can't come back they're, here. They're, they're, they're a finicky bunch, those college basketball I players. Play they're for always co- looking for a door to run out of, yeah. and now the door's been kicked wide I open. I want to play for a coach that has a truck. Too many girls got my number on campus, man. Get, oh. Getting crazy. I got to get there. out of here. <laughs> you can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Coming up next, 930 on a Friday means one thing and one thing only on this show. Let's go. The Sports Kebab with Jared Carlin is next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings with Tim Ring in on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Welcome back to the show on this happy Friday, this good Friday as well. Uh, every day at night. Literally a good Friday. Indeed. We go to our website, ArizonaSports.com, and we are answering a question you guys maybe have answered a couple times already. We're going to ask you one more time. Vince Murata, Tim Ring, should the Suns rest or play their starters during the final two games of the regular season? Rest, they cannot afford any more injuries or play. They all need reps together. 
What do you guys think? I vote we should move the Sanderson Ford poll question earlier Earlier on the show. show. (laughs) I agree. Maybe as the start of a conversation. Oh, that's a good idea. See, we're always revamping stuff, revisiting. Keep asking me. I'm not going to change my mind. (laughs) Now go back to your room. (laughs) Yeah. We've been over this time and time again. Sergio Garcia just freaked out on the media because he kept getting asked about live golfers. He's like, this is a you story. Stop it. Cut it out. Stop asking these questions. That's funny. Um... You want to just uh, rest. hear the results? Okay. Rest, yeah. yeah. Rest. 63% of our voters say they need to play. They need reps together. 37% say rest them, no injuries. I wonder how many of those votes, I guess that question was written after the game last night? Probably. I think that, that it's usually published late That was minutes of like, no benefit at all. Zero benefit to what we saw after what we saw. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. That's today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it right now. If you don't feel like voting on that, vote for me and mock my world. Yeah. I think no, no. Yeah, do it. Because I have... I have the best team. <laughs> yeah, it's today's Sanderson Ford poll question on ArizonaSports.com. Are you joking? 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 It's sports news skewered. The sports kebab. I just figured out the reason for that open for uh, the sports kebab because that's what our audience probably says every Friday at 930. Jared, are you joking? Well, we'll have to find out together. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Sports Kebab. It is sports news skewered. And guys, yes. look, look, I'm, I am Jewish, as we know, but I still what? I still love this time of year. The pageantry, the crazy pastel colors, a giant ham. <laughs> but enough about Kim Mulkey. I, what? <laughs> yes, uh, people still buzzing about the women's final four and all the fallout from... Pontgate. LSU defeated Iowa, but everyone was talking about Tiger star Angel Reese mocking Iowa star Caitlin Clark doing her John Cena hand over the face move. That's where that's from. Yep. It was the biggest sports story involving someone saying, you can't see me since Giselle's child custody paperwork. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my Lord. Oh, <laughs> it is. Yikes. It's, it's crazy, though, that after a great tournament and a record-breaking ratings finale, all anyone wanted to talk about was the trash talk. I mean, the way the media treats the women, the patronizing, the ignorance, the disrespect. I mean, players said it was unfair. Coaches said it was uncalled for. The NCAA said, hey, stop stealing our move. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I get why a lot of these TV talking heads and bloggers don't want to see a bunch of college girls laughing, disgusted, and hurling insults. Probably brings up bad memories for them. (laughs) And let's face it, the women's Final Four was way more interesting than the men's. I mean, the final between UConn and San Diego State was so boring. How boring was Was it? It It was so boring that out of habit, at one point, Jim Nance threw to coverage on the seventh hole. (laughs) I mean, that game was also a blowout. There wasn't really any analysis or drama or anything that they could talk about. The announcers just had to fill time until the game ended, essentially. That broadcast had more padding than Brendan Fraser in the whale. Jared. What? It's Academy Award winner Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Wait, what? Academy Award winning for costume design or whatever for yeah. his big fat suit. Was it a fat suit? Yes. It was. I didn't know that. Okay. 
really. Uh, UConn led pretty much wire to wire. It was such an easy victory for the Huskies and Dan Hurley. How easy was it? <laughs> it was such an easy victory for the Huskies and Dan Hurley that his brother Bobby was in the stands cheering and only turned two shades of red. <laughs> for him, you know that's... And while the women's Final Four set viewership records, the men's final was the lowest rated of all time. The ratings were so low, in fact, next year's game will be broadcast on the Pac-12 network. (laughs) I mean, look, that's a cheap shot. I feel bad for the Pac-12. They still can't find a media deal. They're hurting for cash. I mean, right now, the Pac-12 has less dough than my Seder table last night. Yes, we are in the middle of the Jewish holiday Passover, where people have dinner and they uh, don't eat bread. They tell the story of the exile from Egypt, including the Ten Plagues, which brings me to... (laughs) Yes, sir, it is time for Jared Karnak, the Magnificent. Okay, uh, uh, frogs, lice... Boils, locusts, and dead livestock. All of those things on the list that I didn't write down yet. Uh, Name five things that Adam Silver looks like. Uh All right, another one here. Uh, uh, Dividing the Red Sea. Dividing Dividing the Red Sea. Dividing the Red Sea, sir. What does does Kyler Murray do to the Cardinals fans? (laughs) (laughs) Another one here. uh, Dusty May. Dusty May. Dusty May. uh, uh, What did Moses experience in the spring while walking through the desert for 40 years? (laughs) (laughs) Finally, uh, a last one. One here. <clears throat> Let my people go. Let my people go. Let my people Very go. Let my the people the, go. The dual music bed's going. <laughs> <laughs> Let my people go, yeah. Let my people go. Uh, what did Aaron Andrews say to that creepy video guy she showed? So, <laughs> Let my people my go. People. Oh. My people go. Oh. My people go. Entertainment news. Uh, Timely. The Timely. <laughs> yeah. Very top of the people sure. stories. Entertainment news as the first trailer for the much anticipated Barbie movie was released. Did anybody watch that? I've not seen the trailer yeah, yet. Absolutely. Yeah, so I watched it a few times. Actually, yes. you know, I thought I was watching it. I saw a bunch of vapid plastic living dolls looking out of place in the real world. It turned out it was just the crowd at a Lakers game. <laughs> crowd at a Lakers game, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, the Suns actually have a game versus the Lakers tonight in L.A. It could be uh, Phoenix's first round matchup. I don't know how I feel about that. Imagine what that series would mean. You'd have to deal with the Lakers fans for seven games. You'd have to deal with the L.A. media for seven games. Seven. You'd have to deal with A.D. and LeBron for three games. (laughs) (laughs) We we talked a lot about LeBron James and his load management and taking time off. I mean, would Michael Jordan do that? Would Michael Jordan do that when times got tough, when things got hard? No. He would just repeatedly retire and give up on his teammates. So. (laughs) 
Either way, oh, though. Either way, though, we got Z-Bats Dodgers right <laughs> yeah. now, right? Uh-huh. We got Suns Lakers tonight. We got Ooh. Suns Clippers after that. that then those either one of those might be the playoff matchups. I mean, the city of Phoenix versus the city of Los Angeles, the best rivalry in sports. <laughs> well, other than the city of Phoenix uh, versus the city of Tempe. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well and I had done. two, two for the first time in a long time. Two jokes cut. Dang. Who cut them? Uh, our program director. Mm-hmm. One of them you heard, I, you knew whether. I want to hear the other one. You'll hear the other one. Right. Right. Uh, I love the uh, the Kyler Murray joke. That's very, very well done, Jerry. Thank you. That'd be funny if you just told us the jokes that were cut on the air. Yeah. No, that They're not part of this person. <laughs> <laughs> They're just I cannot yeah. say that. just bonus material. Yeah. yeah. Here's the jokes that were cut, everybody. <laughs> my last thing. My, last thing. My, my retirement show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when is that? I just like to put it on my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so you, you call the caterer, yes. The sports, yeah, that's what I meant. The Sports Kebab uh, with Jared Carlin every Friday. You can follow Jared on Twitter at Jared G-C, J-A-R-R-E-T-T-G-C. Some final thoughts, including an update from Augusta on how Dan Bickley's very minuscule golf wager is going. That and more straight ahead. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings. Tim Ring in for Bick today here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Weekly and Murata, song of the day. From the request line from Sarah Cazell herself. Yes, get into it, Tim Ray. Sarah Palooza concludes with a little Britney Spears. Now, you know what's funny is so, so her, her husband Jordan sent me a list of songs that we could play today. Uh, Sarah, unbeknownst, also sent me a list. There was crossover for I think five different songs. Wow, really? No, five different artists, one different one of the same songs though. He picked a different Britney Spears song. He picked mm-hmm. Hit Me Baby One More Time. Yes. The one that started. So this is the all. one this is the one that you prefer. I mean, they're one A and one B, but I think Crazy doesn't get the credit it deserves. And I picked this song specifically for Song of the Day because I figure this will be the one time in the history of the show that somebody picks Britney Spears for Song of the Day. You don't know that. I look forward to being I, wrong. I'd be willing to bet it's not even the first time that we've picked it. What? We've been doing the show a long time. There have been a lot of songs of the day. Some of them even really? not by ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> I'll believe it when I hear it. <laughs> we had to have played Toxic at some point, haven't we? I would hope so. Yeah. Five days a week, 52 weeks a year. All yes, year. Toxic by ACDC. <laughs> ACDC covering Britney yeah. Spears. Live in Rome, 74. Toxic ACDC. So overall, I think Sarah Palooza was a success. Yes. Thank you, guys. And this was fun. I think we allowed uh, your husband to score some points with you, too. Oh, for yeah. sure. He only missed on one song. Yeah, and oh, he was upset to hear that it was a miss. Very, very defensive online about it. <laughs> 
He's like, oh, I guess the song I sing to you that makes you laugh and happy wasn't good enough. Doesn't give you good memories like it does me. It uh, it makes he, up. He might have been hurt. It makes up for him steering you into the basement on Mock My World yesterday. No. No, oh no, that that unfortunately had nothing to do with him. It was all me. All right, little Britney Spears. Oh. You drive me in parentheses crazy. Today's song of the day: Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. That Brooks Kepka character is on fire at the Masters at Augusta. One of the first-round leaders, already 5-under today through 17, comfortably ahead at 12-under par, nearly through two rounds, three strokes better than Jason Day. Did you say already 5-under today through 17? Yeah, I, I looked at the 17 after I started speaking there. Uh, John, He's already 5-under through 17. He was tied with Victor Hovland and John Rahm. Neither one of them have teed off just yet, so um, it's going to be a bad look. If a live golfer wins the Masters, in my humble opinion, I guess. Well, come on, John Rom, we're all counting on you. By come on, way, John Rom. Uh, Bickley is not here. We'll be back on Monday. Said he had a vision of Phil Mickelson winning the Masters. Oh no! Uh, Phil did not have a great first day. Yeah, you're going to make the cut. Played is he? well today, three under uh, okay. through sixteen. Or two under today, so three under for the tournament. Well, well in line to make the cut. Tiger, on the other hand, the projected cut is at plus two right now, which is what Tiger shot yesterday, and he tees off in about four minutes. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Right now, he is the last guy above the cut. Video got news from the Gram. Oh, do you? Do you? We're going off the grid, but to New the Gram. <laughs> Scotty Graham, Todd Graham, Michael Graham, Todd, Todd Graham. Graham, character, Otto Graham, <laughs> Graham Cracker, <laughs> Kyler Murray posting video of him squatting a lot of weight, mm. rehabbing the right knee at the 13 week mark. Now we know it's the 13 week mark because he put it there in the font on the yes. Instagram story post, which was convenient cuz nobody likes to do that math on the calendar. <laughs> Thank you, Kyler. But look, I got to tell you. Good. I got we only saw him from behind. Um, but he looked good. A lot of weight he's squatting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but physically like he looked good. Like the weight looked good, the the physique looked good. I legs look good, my, strong. My perception might be wrong, but I shared it with you when you pulled it up. Looked a little thinned out. Looked mm. a little lean. Yeah. For a guy who's not been able to run, presumably. Right, but maybe he can't do also the normal bulk wake-up uh, workout. Yeah, there's the probably some Wouldn't it be something as well. if he returned way sooner than everyone was expected, was ready for opening day, and the Cardinals did not put a roster on around him this year? Ooh, ooh. It's almost like they might know something, Jared. <gasps> what? <laughs> Uh, one note from uh, the LSU women's team, by the way, they are going to the White House. Angel, Angel Reese included. She's, she's going, going to. I guess uh, I guess the Obamas are like, no, we're out of town that weekend. <laughs> we don't even live at the White House. We don't even live in D.C. <laughs> There's a uh, um, spat going on between the Connecticut governor and the Houston mayor after the Final Four. Governor Ned Lamont, who traveled to Houston, was on hand to watch UConn win their championship. Talked about uh, the visit to the city and said on a radio show, after winning the semifinals, you walk around downtown Houston, which is butt ugly. Not much there. (laughs) 
Apparently, that did not make Sylvester Turner, the mayor of Houston, very happy. So they're spatting online. I should think not. Yeah. Uh, I've spent no time in Houston, so I can't I can't say. I've heard similar, though. Tim, thank you so much for being here the next day. Uh, You're welcome, Vinny. You've earned a nap, I'd say. Oh, yes. well, thank- well, we were both. We were both doing double dip yeah. yesterday. Thanks to Kellen Olsen. Happy Sarah Palooza. We'll see you Monday. We leave you with this. Ciao. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Val- Wednesday. Happy Monday. <laughs> Sports fan. Why did that come out of my mouth? Holy smokes. What an unforced error that is. Let's rewind that Start ferret. the show. <laughs> Meat bum. Meat bum. Meat bum. Meat bum. He worked with me for years, and I still gave him the finger. Oh, yeah, Greg Brady. I'm uh, I'm not sure he's going to fit in there. My yeah. arm is just a little tired. Don't worry about it. I'm a big, tough guy. I told you ain't nothing wrong with my dick. Rub some dirt on it. Not a Super Bowl. Super, Super Bowl, Bowl ring. ring. Gold. The gold. The gold. The gold. I love gold. <laughs> the taste of it. The smell of it. The feel of it. Don't want your walk. I don't want your life. I don't want your life. I don't want your life. Back, 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 back. My leg, it's not broken. Dorn. I'm too old to be diving into lockers. They're alive. And they're alive. They're alive. I haven't seen a timepiece so influential since Flavor Flav. Bad. <laughs> you know what that makes you? Even Steven. I'm even Steven. Hey, ho, social time. Social, social time. time. Social time. time. Hey, ho, social time today. West Virginia. Mountain Mama, take, take me, me home. home. Let's get physical. Let's get physical. Let's get physical. Let's get the physical. Let me hear your body talk. <laughs> Thank, Thank you Sarah. for being a friend. Hey, a smonico basket. Hey, you need your phone. Oh, my God. Let's get gassy. Sweet, fancy Moses. Time for civics. Dave, you may be pregnant. How atrocious was it? Brown his tushy. Scott McGuff. More like Scott McGouch. I am not smart enough. Oh, it's a lot of fun. So much.